Hey everyone, welcome to the Envision Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Hankwist, and I'm the CEO of Envision Nutrition. I'm here to take you from imagining your future possibilities to turning them into actual realities. Each week, I'll be giving you a glimpse into the lives of other successful, busy, working professionals who have, through all of that, somehow been able to make health and fitness a continuous staple in their lives. On this episode of the Envision Podcast, I'm talking with a friend of mine, Steve Strand. Steve is a motivational speaker for Positive Motivation Generation. He is looking to help motivate the next generation. He is a local football coach and a social worker in the public school system. He's an amazing influence to kids all around, and he's going to be a new dad soon. He has a lot of great things to share with you today, so let's welcome Steve to the show. excited to have you on again. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so this is actually the second time that Steve and I have done a podcast together. The first time, um, it's actually for a product that we haven't launched yet. We're not going to be launching it until the fall. It's going to be our student athlete program. Um, Right now, we are in the middle of our last I'd ever launch, so we wanted to focus everything on that, but I thought it'd be a really good idea to bring Steve in so that he could just kind of give us some tips and strategies on how he's been able to keep health and fitness such a priority in his life through all these years. Um, You know, he's a a busy working guy with a new kiddo on the way very soon. Um, So yeah, I'm excited to hear from him today. So you guys just got back from spring break. You went on a trip? Yes, we did. Yeah, definitely. It was a, we went to Estes Park. Uh, Love Colorado. Had to cut it short because that snow was coming and I uh, yeah. I didn't feel like being stuck. So like, yeah, well, we had to cut it short. Yeah, Colorado is a little tricky in March. You never know what you're going to get. Man, definitely not. I just was like, man, but, but don't get it wrong. I had a good time. I still had a good time though. Even yeah. though we had to cut it short, we had a good time. I think you like, it's hard to not have a good time when you go to Estes Park. That's such a beautiful place. What'd you guys do there? So what we did, we went to, well, since she's pregnant, we couldn't go to too high up in elevation. So we just went to uh, Rocky Mountain National Park. Oh, which yeah. at that time when the snow was hitting them certain peaks, it was, it was amazing. I was like, yeah. in like awe mode. And I'm like, oh, definitely coming back. Definitely yeah. coming back. Yeah, I've actually never been in that area this time of year before. So I bet it is really gorgeous up there. Yeah, it's real nice. Just that snow when (laughs) when that snow comes, it's a whole different ball game out there. Yeah. Did you hear how much they ended up getting? No, I didn't even know how much they ended up getting. Mm, Yeah, I heard it was going to be pretty bad, though. So it's good that you guys got back. Yeah. Yeah. So. Steve works in the school system as a social worker, right? Yep. As a so social how, are the, how are the kids coming back? <laughs> um, you know how kids is after a break. Um, I think kids, they get used to their routine. Mm-hmm. Once you take them off that routine, getting them back in the routine is the hardest thing. So, yeah, a lot of the kids okay. came in, you know, uh, groggy, not want to do their work, want to sleep. So, I'm like, yeah, we got to yeah. get them back acclimated to the schedule of them coming in, doing their work, getting back in the rhythm and things. So, yeah. But I think that's honestly like, uh, like even as adults, when we get out of our structure and our routine, it gets difficult to get back into things, but you really do just kind of have to jump right back in. Oh, definitely. From going from, like I said, from coming from Estes Park to come back to Grand Island, just getting back in the groove of getting up in the morning, 
yep. uh, doing my workouts, getting my stuff prepared to go to school the next morning. Just, you know, the, like I said, that routine, getting back in the grind and the groove of it. That's the a big part of being adult. And it's, man. <laughs> adulting life (laughs) as you know envision you know here we stand for people that they've spent a lot of time in their careers they're just busy people and you know they're struggling to make health and fitness a priority but definitely want to try to implement that into their lives so um like what is one thing that you've been able to do and maybe you've already hit on it with structure but to make health and fitness a priority in your life um i think it has to my, my my background with sports football, just knowing having to get up in the morning, do those 6 a.m. runs, 5 a.m. runs, it kind of like built it inside of you, like to get up early. And I mean, I guess that's really what kind of got me in the the groove of it, I guess you can say that is. And then another thing I would say is just I was uh, I made a video today about it. I put it on today, but just talking about just people being morning people. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like some people say, well, I'm not a morning person. But at the end of the day, if you got individuals, if you have like you said, I got a baby on the way. Knowing that I have somebody I got to take care of, I have yeah. you have to get up. I have to get in the time because I know the end, in the end of the day, I'm not going to have that time. I'm, I'm, I'm going to want to spend all my time with my child. You know what I mean? And I know I, I know you get it, too, because you want to be with your kids. So you just got to, you know, some mindset Then you got to get up. You got to get after it. Well, and I think then when you become a parent and you'll find this out, too, but there's a whole nother layer of guilt on top of. Like, oh crap, I didn't get up this morning. Well, you're going to do it in the evening, but then you're going to have this other layer of guilt of either not going or I'm taking time away from my kids to go to the gym, which, you know, ultimately isn't fair to your kids, but, um, you know, you brought up a good point there. And, and I think too, with, you know, some of the habits that you've taken from being an athlete and being able to kind of place them into your life as an adult, that's a, you know, that's a huge thing that you've been able to learn that maybe a lot of people haven't had the, um, you know, just natural ability to be able to do that. And then, you know, like you said, being a morning person, when Sean and I did this podcast um, that I put out last week, we talked about that, that he wasn't always a morning person. And it was just one of those things where there was really no other time to get it done. So just kind of make it a habit. And then you eventually do become a morning person. Yeah becomes part of your routine. And I did, I did, I did listen to that podcast last week too. Cause it, yeah. Sean was talking about him being short. He didn't want everyone to tell nobody about that. <laughs> but yeah, definitely. Yeah. I like that podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I know when you like start to get vulnerable and talk about insecurities, it's, it's a game changer. And honestly, there's like a lot of growth that comes from that too. Yeah, uh-huh, definitely. So what would you say keeps you going? Like when you don't feel like it what keeps me going i mean one is i guess my family my upcoming family and then two it's just people the people like i said they counting on you mm-hmm. from your workout buddies from your loved ones and then as me as a coach and as a mentor and as a like a i guess um how would you say like i wouldn't say a public figure but something that kids look up to if i'm not, not willing to yeah, if I'm not willing to do it, then why would they? They they can't. They like well, they can make well. He's not going. Why should I do it? So I have to put it in my mind that I have to get to it, no matter what. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. I know. You know, one thing that has really helped, especially my husband, is having you be like an accountability partner to him. Because how long have you guys been working out together? Several months now. 
man, because what happened was really what happened was it all started stem from this summer. So this yeah. summer we was, I was working out or whatever. And uh, Sean would come in or whatever. And he said he wanted to, to somebody to keep him accountable. And I was like, well, I need somebody to help to work out with me and push me yeah. in the morning. Because with the school starting up, I was going to have to be up even earlier, get in that workout and even earlier. And I'm like, you know what? He's like, let's just get together and let's just start doing this thing. I'm like, you know what? Sound like a plan. And ever since then, we just just took off running with it. Yeah. And I'm laughing because I've heard some of the stories about how some of them have been a little grueling <laughs> and soreness the next oh. day. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. We definitely grind it out every single day. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it. So, okay. So what is one piece of advice that you would give to, you know, maybe other professionals that maybe you even work with that have a hard time implementing the health and fitness part? Maybe they have all these really amazing areas, but they're struggling in that one area. Like what is one piece of advice you could give to them? Um, Really? I tell them they got to go all in. When it comes to fitness, as you know, it's not easy. Yeah, it's not easy at all. It's something that is going to take you. It's going to take some dedication, some heart and some grind. If that's really what you want. And at the end of the day, is that something that, that they really want? If it's something you really want, you you have to put in the time. You have to put in the dedication because um, I don't remember who, what who I said it to. But it's just like I told somebody like it doesn't make sense. It's like if you go somewhere and you see something how would you say it? Like I told him, if, if you look in the mirror and you see something wrong, would you fix? I said, it's the same thing going to the gym. If you see something wrong, you don't like something. The way you can go and fix it is go apply pressure in the gym. Yeah. Go do what you need to do in the gym so you can fix that. Because at the end of the day, you got to hold your, you got to hold yourself accountable when it comes to that stuff. Nobody else is going to hold you accountable to going to the gym. Now, once you get the gym partners and stuff like that, they can hold you accountable. Like if you just starting off and trying to get into the groove of it, yep. hold yourself accountable. Like you got to look at yourself under a microscope and say, what am I not doing? What can or what can I do to make time so I can get to this gym? You know what I mean? Absolutely. So well, and it turns into one of those things. It's like, what do you want more? Like you're gonna sacrifice what you want now, which maybe that's sleeping in, maybe that's eating, you know, crappy quality food, whatever it is. You're sacrificing, you know, what you want later for what you want now. And you really have to kind of put that on a scale. And what do you want more? Do you want your goals later or do you want that immediate gratification currently? Definitely. And with, and the crazy part about right now is everybody wants that. How would you say it? Everybody wants that right now gratification. Like I got to get the most likes. I got to get the most followers. I got to get the most. And it's all because of that social media influencer. So people go through social media. They look and say, oh, I'm trying to look like that. But what I try to tell people all the time, are you willing to put into work to look like that? Because when you actually break it down and see what you have to do to get there, that's when you people turn away from, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. And that's another thing I talked about is like, you know how I know, you know, this with like every year, every beginning of every year, everybody has goals. And a lot of my friends goals. Oh, I want to do this and blah, blah, blah. It only lasts for what? Maybe a month, month. <laughs> exactly, because they they're not willing to put in the work and that time and dedication to get what they want. Because it's easy to say what we want, what we want to do, but it's harder to actually go in and go do the work. So yeah, and that's one thing I appreciate about, appreciate about you and your messaging is you get that you get that work that it takes day in and day out when you don't feel like it, when you don't want to get up early, but you just know again, you know, I'm giving up 
what I have set out for the long haul. And, you know, that's one thing at Envision that we're really going against the grain with, with weight loss, with long-term goals, because I could make a ton of quick money by selling people, you know, a 60 day shredded abs program or shred weight quick, but I just, that's not what I believe in. That's not what Envision stands for. And so Mm -hmm. I appreciate bringing people like you on the show who, who get that day in and day out, you know, that work ethic, it does take work. It does take dedication and you're not going to get there in a month and a half. Yeah. And everybody, that's another thing is now everybody wants to, that quick, easy, it's like, if it's work, if it's something worth having and worth doing, it's going to take some work and it's going to take some time. Yep. Well, and you're not going to appreciate it. If I give you this quick weight loss plan and you lose a bunch of weight in 60 days, you're not going to appreciate that. How long did it take you to put that weight on? Hey guys, if you're a busy working parent looking to get healthy and fit, but you don't want another starvation plan that you have to eat the same things over and over, well, your last diet ever is not just another lose weight quick scheme. No way. We're going to teach you everything that you need to know about health and fitness and how to be able to incorporate it into your busy lifestyle. So be sure to head over to yourlastdietever.com to learn more. Definitely. It's just, I mean, it's just like, where do you want to see yourself? Like, what do you, what do you envision? Like, and what do you see yourself doing? If you see yourself, and I guess, some, like you said, some people want to have those shredded six packs or they want to have the weight loss and all that. But they just, like we said, they don't want to like tune in and just like, like do with the work they're supposed to do. And that's one thing that like, you know, it's kind of frustrating. Like, you know, even with me coaching, it's like I have kids that want to be this quote unquote best receiver and best this and best that. But I'm like, dude, okay, so then this is the work you're going to have to put in to get to that position. Oh, well, well, then you don't want to be the best. Yeah. Because being the best or getting to your goals should be your main focus and your main priority outside of your schoolwork. It should, that should be your main priority. And if you get to that level, ain't something you want to do, it's going to show. And that's one thing I loved about sports is what they used to always tell us all the time is the eye in the sky doesn't lie. Mm. You it's going to what you do in the weight room and what you do in all season, it's going to show on tape and it always does. And that's what one I try to teach these young kids, like whatever you do in all, it's going to show on tape because what we do, what you do in like repetition, it comes secondhand nature and you're going to get used to it. So that's another thing. Yeah. Just people not trying to just buy into, I don't know, buy, they just don't buy in. But another yeah. crazy thing is that they, but they, they'll buy into, like you said, those quick 60 day, because they seen an ad pop across the TV. Oh, I need to go do that. And then they, then they're unsatisfied. We're like, man, what was that? It didn't even work. Well, I, come on now. I'm not the smartest person on earth, but if I'm looking at something and it's on the TV and it says 60 days, like you said, Amanda, it took you more than 60 days to put that on. So how, and just see, it's going to come right off. It just, Absolutely. this doesn't make sense. Well, and you brought up a good point with the, the like after picture, the glorified moment or, you know, Tom Brady holding up the Super Bowl trophy. It's like, okay, how long did it take that work that they put in? Cause you're not seeing that. Exactly. You're not, you're not yeah. seeing what happened when nobody was looking, you know? Exactly. And that's why they try to, not, and that's one thing. Another thing about Tom Brady is a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people do know this, they might not. Tom Brady wasn't no first round draft pick. Tom Brady was a sixth round draft pick, yep. worked his way up and st- studied his craft and did what he had to do. And now he's one of the best players to ever do it. And a lot of now 
players are chasing his his dream, chasing his goals. But it all comes down to, are you willing to do what he's willing to do? Willing to sacrifice what he's willing to sacrifice? And a lot of people aren't. He's literally, and I think one thing that people don't realize too is you are literally, like Tom Brady is obviously an extreme, but if you took a look into his lifestyle, he's sacrificing everything. You're never going to see that guy out at the bar on a Saturday night, right? Nope. You know, and and that's the same same thing with like the shredded ab picture that you're seeing. That's an after they're not at the bar. They're not eating cheeseburgers. I mean, so you've also, it comes to like what I call the, the balance curve where it's kind of a bell curve and you really have to pick where do you want to be on that? Are you willing to be a hundred percent all in all the time with your diet, with your exercise, with your sleep, with self-care Or do you want to maybe be able to go have a beer or two with your friends? Like, then you're not going to be able to be clear over a hundred percent on that curve. And you just kind of have to be okay with where you want to choose to be. And I feel like most people, they feel like, okay, well, if I can, I'm not going to sacrifice that. And and the thing about it is to each day on, if that's you, that's perfectly fine. But just know that to get to this certain level of, I want to say not athleticism, but just for uh, your physique wise, mm-hmm. you got to put in the work and it's not easy. It's, it's, it's not easy at all. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So curious about, so I talk about the word success a lot. And I think as we get older, as we start to get careers and have families, Um, the word success and what it means to us tends to change over time. So I'm really curious to hear from you. What does the word success mean to you now versus maybe in your younger years? So younger years growing up, success to me was the person who had the most money, who had the most Jordans, who had the biggest house, who had the most, I guess, jewelry, who had the best cars, whoever like basically looked at flies or whatever. That's what success looked like to me. Yeah, material things. That's what success looked like to me. But now I'm growing up and mature. I see I see through all that material things do not lead to success. I mean, it, it to me, success is more where you feel like you have to be happy, like where you feel like nothing can bother you. Like when you feel successful, like when you get home, you get to be around your kids and you get to just get to just live life and not worry about stuff, not worrying about is somebody coming to take this from you or not trying to, how would you say it, look good for this person over here that can, like I said, can even care less about you. Like, that's what success is to me. Success, I, and it's hard to measure success too because everybody has different versions of, versions of what success looks like to them. And to me, just success is like, um, I don't even know. Like I said, I just, me personally, just happy, comfortable, able to move around and do what I want to do when I want to do it really with my family. That's what success is to me being able to go. Like if we do want to go uh, buy, let's say go buy my wife some shoes or something, we're able to do that. If we do, like we said, want to go to SS park, we can do that. That's what success is to me. Not trying to impress or keep up with the Joneses. That's not success. That's just playing the race game that you're going to eventually lose because you're going to run out of money trying to, impress some people that don't even care about you or you just kind of you know just going wild with this for no reason that's not successful that's miserable to me now i can look at it now that's miserable 
Well, and I think too, as you get older and, you know, I, Sean and I have gone through the competing game. And I think one thing with that is there's, there's always going to be a new pair of shoes. There's always going to be somebody that has a nicer car. There's always going to be somebody that has a better physique. And, you know, there's always going to be a food out there that you're going to want to eat. And so if you're constantly living for the next thing, uh, you're always going to be disappointed. And so I think you made a good point with, success equaling contentment. And just because you're content doesn't mean you're satisfied, but you're okay with where you're at. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that's one of the big thing with me is just like, I'm, a, I'm okay where I'm at. I mean, I've always, I can get better in places. Like I said, like maybe better with family time, maybe better with my workouts, maybe better with coaching, maybe better with my social work, work with my kids. So I can, there's always room for improvement. That's one thing I like about it, but I know that, but and that's one thing that drives me. There's mm-hmm. always that room for improvement and getting better. Yeah. And I think that just shows that's a testament to your character that you have that drive. You know, you're, you're good with where you are, but you still have drive to do better. Um, and we always do. We, we have people watching us that matter and, and we want to just have that drive, that influence. Um, well, you're going to be a new dad soon. When? May? No, we're going to actually in, uh, around June, around June. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, so you're going to be a new dad soon. What oh, yeah. are some of the things that either you are currently or you're going to be implementing uh, differently? Um, Time management. I have to because I just know that now there's going to be a young one around. I can't play with time. If I, I, I have to, you know, I got to stick to a certain time, a certain schedule, because like you said, once you get home, that's going to be what I want to be around. And hey, I, so I want to go and be one to just love on and hug on and just, you know, coach him up and just talk to him. That's what I'm going to be wanting to do. That's going to be my main focus. And it's, it's just that time management. That's just something like I can't wait to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah. And what are your thoughts on continuing to keep health and fitness a priority in your life and also becoming a dad? Well, see, this is where, this is where another thing that I get from Sean, I'm like, man, I always wanted to be like, the dad where the kids where the kids like that that's my dad i that's that's what i want for my kid like hey, but that's my yep. dad because i know y'all kids when they see when, when sean and, and, and y'all kids and they, they friends be around like, dang your dad is ripped your dad is, i want to be like that's what i want to be for yep. for my for my kids or whatever so yeah so health and fitness is always going to be there because i want to be in my best shape because you never know when you got to get out there and, you know, show them the ropes, show them if they want to learn a, a, a specific like sport. Yeah. So say if I, they want to play football. OK, I got to be able to teach them, play football with them, go walks, go jaws, teach them just a bunch of stuff. And if you're not physically fit and able to like move around like you're supposed to, then it's going to be hard for you to teach them and like have good, I guess, good times enjoying things with them because you're not as active. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, there's something to be said. I mean, even even my parents are. They're, I mean, they're marathon runners. We climbed 14ers together and those are memories mm-hmm. that, you know, a lot of people don't have. And that makes me sad because man, I, I ran a half a marathon with my parents, you know, in November. That's crazy. My dad beat me by a long shot too. How, how many people can honestly say that about their parents? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so those yeah. are really cool memories that you can't, you know, you can't trade for anything. And yeah, Sean being in the gym with our 15 year old, that, that I mean, that's just really cool. Um, yeah. I can't, I can't wait for that. Like I really, I can literally can't wait for that. I mean, I'm not going to start them off super early with it, but I just can't wait to be that coach for them to show them, Hey, this is the technique. This is how you do. I just, 
That's just something I've been ever since I've been working with kids in general. That's what I couldn't wait to have my own to be, to implement the stuff that I know and the knowledge I have that I've that I've been taught and I've learned through life to teach to them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you work full time in the school system, so you have to be there pretty early. What are like what does your daily routine look like for you? Oh, man. So I get there in the morning. What I'll do is I'll get there, um, drop my stuff in my office, go say hi to the teachers in the classroom. Then I'll wait for the kids to start arriving. Once the kids start arriving, I greet the kids. I see how they're doing. Then I bring them into uh, I bring them to the classroom or whatever. So then after I get them in the classroom, then I start doing my check in. Say, how was your night? How would you do at night? How was this? How was that? That's what I start doing with them. Yeah. Then, you know, it's just like as a social worker, your day is never set. So I don't know if anything could happen and I have to go like, you know, go deal with. There could be a suicide screen I got to deal with. There could be just something at home that the kid want to talk to me about. There could be counselors want to come talk to the kids. Um, What else? Parent phone calls, meetings. What else do I do? Like today we had a social worker meeting. Um, it's the, the, You name it, we do it like I do. Um, not fundraisers, but I do like grants and stuff like that to help yeah. families in need, get families food when they don't have food, clothes, just anything, any of the above, anything like that. That's what I like doing, just like helping people. So that's what I do basically on a day in, day out basis. So I'm curious in like your training to become a social worker and work with these kids, because that sounds like a lot of heavy stuff sometimes, like from a mental standpoint, what are some things that you implement when that gets really heavy for you, you got to tell you, you got to go go back to your mental. You got to make sure you're good mentally because I can't go help somebody with their mental health, my mental health thing, right? I can't go be the best I can be if I don't go yeah. get, get myself right. And that's one thing I do about in the morning going to the gym. It helps me get my day going. It, keeps get, it helps me get my mind right for the rest of the day because it's hard. A lot of that stuff, some of the things you see and some of the things you hear is hard on the heart and hard to see. And it's, but I know that if I put my best foot forward, I can help them through that situation. Mm. That just gave me goosebumps. Honestly, like that's the one thing I hear from so many parents out there is uh, they feel like um, putting themselves as a priority is selfish. Um, And I, and you, I'm sure will agree with me that like, if you don't take care of yourself, you're no good to anybody else. Nope. I, I read a book. I was reading, I don't know what book I'm reading this book right now. And they said basically that anybody that's like 10 feet around you, you can give off, you give off energy. So you got to think if I'm sitting as a social worker trying to help this kid that's already like broken down and kind of in their emotions, if I don't have good emotions and I don't, and I'm not good mentally, how can I help them bring them up? Because I'm trying to give them the positive energy that I'm giving off to them. So that brings them up. But if I'm just spewing out, you know, negative energy, that's not going to help them at all. So I got to make sure before every time I go in that building, I got to check my mental health and I got to check my attitude. And I got to make sure that whatever's going on, I got to leave it in my car. Whatever's going on outside of that school, I have to leave it in my car. Because once I get in there, these kids is counting on me to help them and help them help them get through their situations through the death. Yeah, I fully believe in that energy, too. Um, I know like when I am going to have a day full of calls or even this podcast, when I'm going to be doing a lot of this stuff that takes a lot of my energy, I know that I have to fill myself up. So whether that's, I'm going to be listening to a motivational podcast of my own before I get my day started. And honestly, even before you and I got on the um, podcast today, I was listening to party music because I was getting tired. I knew I had to get my mood up. 
Um, you know, it's just, it's one of those things where, yeah, you do exude energy to others and you want to make sure that energy that you're giving off is a good, positive energy. Definitely. It's, it's, it's like, in a way, it's like our self-check, like we, and that's the thing that another, I would, I would say to a lot of people like do like have a self-check, like some of us, like ourselves, we, we, we know, like before we, we know, like, okay, we know, okay, I'm getting tired or I'm, I'm getting groggy. Okay. Now it's time. To, a lot of people, they don't know. They like, what? Like, yeah, if you sit down, just have a self-check, make sure you all the way there. Good. All the way there mentally, like rate yourself on one to 10. How are you feeling today? Okay. I'm feeling like a five. Okay. What can I do to get myself motivated to get myself going and then go and attack that and then get after it. That's how I, I guess, keep myself on the scale. Like if I know that I'm getting down, I have to do something that's going to cheer me up. Whether that's like you said, listening to a motivational video, listening to some music, um, just talking to a friend or uh, talking to my mom, you know, it's just things of that nature, just to get you up and get you up to another level so you can continue to move forward throughout your day or to the next thing that you got to do. Yeah, I love that. And, and one thing that I always want to provide people on this podcast is actionable items that they can actually take with them and implement into their lives. And so I love the idea of a self check and maybe you have to do it multiple times a day, but from a level of one to 10, like rate yourself where, you know, where are you at right now? And, Mm -hmm. and then B, what do you need to do to, let's say you are like a two or a three, what do you need to do to get up closer to that 10? music, podcasts, motivational speakers, and you have a ton of motivational videos on your social media. And I love them because they're like, you know, one, two, three minutes of just motivational speaking if they're even that long, but it's nice because you don't have to chunk out a half hour of your day. It's just a quick, you know, motivational tip on kind of a self check. Yeah. And that's what me and that's what the crazy thing about it is, Amanda, it's me and I got my friend on it. You've probably seen his video. His name is his name is Dap. He's a, actually he's a wrestler. He wrestles for uh, Team USA uh, wrestling or whatever. But he's a wrestler. And then every we grew up together like sandbox. And I swear it's like we bounce ideas off each other. We talk to each other. We're trying to get in the mood and like in the, like we're trying to get us a podcast together for ourselves as far as just us talking and just getting something going like that, just because. I promise you, we ping so many great ideas off of each other. Like today, he taught me yesterday. He told me something out of like he's reading a book, and he said in the book it says you have to feed the good wolf. Oh, I love that. And I'm like, I was like, man, that's some. That is, I said, a lot of people ain't exposed to this stuff. Like they're not exposed, so they don't understand what it means to like you got to feed the good wolf. Like meaning on those days when the bad wolf's like, I don't want to get up. I don't want to do. I don't want to do. Yep. You can't listen to that wolf. You got to listen to the good wolf and you got to feed your energy into the good wolf so you can put off good energy and you're going to get that good energy back. And he was telling me about that. I'm like, man, this is some, this is some good, what we call them, we call them golden nuggets. These golden are some nuggets. golden nuggets yes. right here. I love that. And I think it's so important that somebody always has somebody like that in their lives that they can bounce. It's like when Sean and I get to talking about business, it's just like, boom, boom, boom. And and we start to go a little bit crazy on it. But even if you don't have that person right now, you know, like you guys, you can go and listen to Steve and uh, you know, he has a lot of cool stuff out there. So even if you don't have that person that, you know, you can get that positive energy from, there are so many people out there, whether that's on podcasts, on Instagram, on YouTube, whatever the platform is, there's a lot of really good stuff out there and make sure you're feeding that because you can get as much negative energy as you want out there too. Right. 
you know, so make sure you're getting that positive energy and that's what you're filling your soul with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a firm believer. My, you know how, what I say, my slogan is a positive plus a positive is a positive meaning that whatever you put into it is what you're going to get at. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Well, Hey, I so appreciate you being on today. I think, you know, there's a lot of golden nuggets in here that people can take from this podcast. And, um, you know, anytime that we can give people actionable steps that they can take home with them, um, and actually do in their spare time or, you know, in, in their time is, is amazing. So I appreciate you being on today. Um, how can our listeners connect with you online? Instagram is, uh, called positive, uh, underscore motivation, underscore generation. Um, I just started that. I mean, I got this, I got my hat right now. I don't know if you can see it or whatever. Yeah, it's I on my hat. That. I love it's, that. It's, it's a PMG. Um, it's just something like I come kind of created or whatever, because like I told you before in our other one, we talked about, we need something positive. We need something to motivate each other. And then it's just for the generation because this generation, I, I feel like we're more, ent- they're entitled with the social media. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, we got to use this to our advantage. Yeah. So if we can start kicking out these positive stuff to these kids with your podcast with my motivational things, with stuff like that, I think we can get them all, get them all going on the right path. Yeah. We're going to, I'm going to link your information in our show notes so people can just click on your stuff and get right to your page. I appreciate you being on the podcast today. Thank you for having me, Amanda. If you like this episode, please be sure to subscribe and leave a review. I'd love it if you would share this podcast to your Instagram story, Facebook page, or any of your other social media platforms so that we can help others out there become the best versions of themselves. I so appreciate you listening in and until next time, keep your goals high, but keep each step attainable.